When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hey, how's your summer? My summer was great. We actually saw each other a couple times. Yeah, that those were definitely two highlights of the summer. And that is rare that within a one-month period, you came to my town and then I came to your town. Right. <laughs> I, guess th- I guess that happened last time I was in your town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's fun how that happens. <laughs> Our grand visions of having a uh, live episode of the Sound Logic podcast did not come to fruition, even though we were in the same space. Yeah. I think with visiting people and just feeling that it, personally anyways, feeling it would be a little selfish for us to just take off or lock ourselves in a room for an hour with all our family there. Um, yep. It didn't happen, but that's okay. We uh, were able to discuss. We got to, We got to go to a record store or a bookstore that has a big record section together and that was kind of cool we visited webster's here in state college yep and right. uh we got to listen to records at your house so uh we got we got yeah. into some music that's true uh what did we listen to the game by queen at my place yeah and uh rumors and, coming up here oh rumors oh yeah well i'd love to do some more of that and i'm not sure the next opportunity but um I've also a, a former guest and good friend of ours, Rob Jones, who joined us for Nirvana a little while ago. Um, his parents have a pretty neat record collection. We went over there and picked out a, a few records to borrow. So we're going to listen to some together. One of them is Stevie Wonder's Intervisions, which is coming up soon as well. So, wow, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really good album. And there was a few he said, don't listen to them until we're together. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. And uh, uh, a copy of the Beatles' Sgt. Peppers. And when I pulled the disc out, the vinyl is a colored pink and purple marbled vinyl, uh, which was a 1978 pressing. Uh, so, uh, And it's a Canadian pressing, so it's a little more... I don't say it's more rare, but just different. I think if you had a very pristine copy... You might be able to get her in the hundred, like over a hundred bucks for it. Sure. The sleeves for their records that that we looked on board had had a lot of damp water, little water damage, mm-hmm. which I think is would be very common for people who just have it stored in the basement. You know, it's going to get damp over sure several decades. I don't think that's uncommon, uh, but the records are in good shape. Some of them a little dirty, and I. I cleaned some of them up and yeah, some good ones. Um, Miles Davis, Bitches Brew, which comes up much later and uh, just a lot of fun. And to hear the stories, you know, we sat with Rob's parents and just to hear the stories about the music and where they got the album and, and uh, if, uh, the bands they'd seen and artists they'd seen. Uh, Rob's dad had, uh, you know, a lot of folk, John Denver, um, Gordon Lightfoot, Chris Christopherson, stuff like that. Whereas his mom's was very much more Motown and soul. Um, 
So very interesting. And that was a lot of fun. Oh, that's, Sorry. that's great. Digress. But. Um, uh, with regards to the top 20, have there been albums that you have revisited in our time away uh, from that 20? Or have you kind of distanced yourself from the stuff we've already tackled and have moved on? I think for the most part, I've moved on. I was thinking recently that I want to listen to um, Are You Experienced Again? Mm. Just because I keep hearing songs you know, on the radio and going, oh man, all these songs are on that one album. It's so good. <laughs> uh, but I have not, I don't think I've gone back. I keep going forward and we do have so much more to listen to. But I think there are a few that I will definitely be revisiting. What about you? Have you gone back to any? I I think the only one that I've revisited is uh, uh, Born to Run, although I've been noticing more Van Morrison just out in the world <laughs> than I think I, oh, I ever had before, including a tune maybe or two from Astral Weeks, and I thought, huh, this is probably not something I would have even said was Van Morrison before we had tackled that album. I don't think I've ever heard anything from astral weeks before yeah since. well and because so i'm surprised <laughs> as have. we talked about on the episode uh the names don't necessarily make me think of the song uh the reverse is also true oh, hearing right. the song never really recalls the name <laughs> for me either so um that's about right. it i've been surprised that i haven't had much of a desire to go back to the beatles there's so many there uh, oh, okay. and i'm a big fan but uh maybe i got a little oversaturated with uh as much time as we spent on on that one particular band. It'll be interesting in a couple of albums when we get to uh, John Lennon, if that sparks some desire to go back to the Beatles or uh, yeah, how that feels. Yeah, I, I can't comment because I'd be majorly jumping the gun. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff coming up here too. Uh, and I think I've found myself sort of salivating at the next 10. And I've spent, oh, I've spent far more time with these next 10 albums than I think uh, at any point that we've been tackling this project, um, partially because we've had all this extra time to to uh, look forward. But um, man, there's some good ones and some some albums I've been listening to for a long, long time that uh, really have yeah. me excited. That's the word that comes to mind when I think of, especially about five albums in 25 to 30. The word is familiar. There's mm. we're getting into some more familiar albums. There was a lot of albums in the first 20 that I'd never heard and yeah. some I'd never heard of. Yep. And that's, you know, I don't want to sound arrogant when I say this, a little surprising. I'm, I'm a music fan. I've been listening to, I'm not in the music business. I've been listening to music and lots of different music and lots of classic rock music for many years. And some of these, I was like, Oh geez, I guess, I guess I really don't yeah. know that much. So that was very exciting. Yep. And there's lots more to come, but a lot of really good familiar albums coming up very soon, Yep. which is so exciting. A uh, kind of funny uh, anecdote that happened just recently. A friend of mine named Thomas was uh, posting on uh, social media that he had just discovered for the first time uh, what's going on and was like, Where, oh, okay. where's this album been my whole life? And I, uh, and so mm. I commented, hey, uh, we had that same experience on the SoundLogic podcast. And so he then went and found our podcast and started listening. And uh, he's a, a big He's a big baseball nerd. First and foremost, we play fantasy baseball together. But um, we used to do this uh, thing called uh, boy, what was it called? I think it was called Turntable.fm or something like that. It was a website where you could go on with a group of friends and um, 
you could oh, yeah. you could spin tracks for each other. So while you were in the room, um, you could listen to you know in an order. You could listen to people's music and uh, up uprate or downrate someone's choice of music who is in the room sharing that space with you. And uh, the website no longer exists anymore, but I think he'd be a fun guest for us to have on the podcast just because of his um, his taste in music. So. We'll have to do that at some cool. point. He sent me a short list yeah, for of, sure. of some albums that he'd possibly be interested in coming up. Oh, so. awesome. I have a question for you. I know you did yeah. some we, – we traveled and visited you, but it was just kind of down and back. And I know you did some traveling oh, yeah. uh, through the U.S. Um, and into Canada. And without getting into all the details about that, I'm curious, you and your family, I can't imagine that – anybody today drives in the car especially with kids with nothing on no music or i don't think i don't think you guys are the well i know your cars too i don't think you have uh like a dvd player but what kind of music do you listen to when you're traveling with your family it's you and your wife who have different tastes and then you have a a nine-year-old daughter and a five-year-old daughter and a two going on three-year-old son so right what what comes through the speakers yeah, so uh, for that trip in particular, we listened to a lot of family-friendly podcasts. So that's, oh, podcasts, you know, okay. That takes up a, a significant amount of car time. Yeah. Um, when the kids did not have their screen time, you know, weren't watching the iPad in the back, or mm-hmm. weren't listening to kids' podcasts, often they would request uh, uh, certain kids' albums that they've been really interested in lately. Um, Lori Berkner is a, a kids artist that I had actually never heard of until um, we had a two-year-old who was enamored by dinosaurs. And, um, <laughs> I had remembered that there was this song, uh, We Are the Dinosaurs Marching, Marching, and I didn't know who sang that or where it was from. <laughs> so I looked it up, and, and sure good. enough, this, this artist, uh, Lori Berkner, had um, performed it and so we got her greatest hits album and the kids just love it every song on it um i got played dozens of times this summer on our five-week road trip and yeah. uh, we were just remarking on the other the other day we were going out for groceries or something and one of her songs came on the kids playlist that we have on um my phone and and uh we were remarking that it sort of brings back memories of the summer so i think if there's one artist uh, it's that'll come to mind when I think of this summer, it's, it's her, um, not a very grown up choice, but I guess when we have three little kids, that's the case. Um, when it was sort of parent time on the stereo, we would often listen to albums that are coming up here in this next 10. So, um, they got some heavy rotation kind of in preparation for the next few weeks as we explore these together. Um, so I've got some insight from my spouse to maybe sprinkle in here a little bit too, as we were listening to a few of these, um, but yeah. Um, so was that something that your your partner in crime kind of just went along with, or was she <laughs> was she into uh, it as well? Yeah, I was sensitive enough to. There's a couple on here that I knew that she would really struggle with here in the next ten. <laughs> so I wasn't throwing on uh, those, uh, but but the ones that that we did put on, I think, were ones that we both really enjoyed and appreciated. Um, it was interesting. I I'm about to uh, cross over. Um, half my life being lived in the United States. I think I'm a year away from that. Uh, mm. And revisiting the country of Canada this summer on this road trip started to get me interested in some of the Canadian music that I had 
grown up with. So I think Sloan was on my summer oh. playlist. Uh, the Bare Naked Ladies, Tragically Hip. Not necessarily bands that I listen to on heavy rotation anymore, but stuff that makes me nostalgic for right. uh, the country I'm from. And um, because of some of the places we visited, I also introduced uh, Stomp and Tom Connor to yes. uh, my kids, <laughs> uh, specifically when we got to Prince Edward Island and started to see the red fields of potatoes. Um, we listened to Bud the Spud, and it's a song that they'll still just shout out sometime randomly. <laughs> Bud the Spud from the bright red bud. And uh, tear off around the house. So <laughs> they're, getting a, they're getting a sprinkling of Canadian content in their lives. <laughs> At this point. Well, he that's an important one. Yeah. Um, I, that came up when we visited, and, and your son, who I, I couldn't quite understand what he was saying, and then I realized he was singing Bud the Spud. <laughs> and, and I, I was like, it, You're Bud Spud. <laughs> <laughs> singing Bud the Spud. We started to sing it together, <laughs> and I, uh, I taught them, uh, I taught them, or I started singing Tilsonberg for them by Stomp and Tom, because that's a good one, too. Yeah. Not a place that you visited with your family, but a place that you and I <laughs> frequented in the summers. Picking corn. My back still hurts when I hear that word. <laughs> oh, awesome. uh, well, okay. Well, yeah. anything else for, you know, we just want to thank anybody who's going to join us again. And we mm-hmm. hope you're excited to jump into this next round of albums here. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you found us in our hiatus if you are a new listener and just recently subscribed we're happy that you're here and we hope you can we can bring you some more episodes i know there's probably a few of our loyal listeners who thought oh boy they took a break they're probably going to be done um we're back we're not sure for how many more but we've got a few at least that we'll uh be bringing your way here and i hope at least we can get another 10 um hopefully hopefully we can just keep cruising right i mean i don't know about you in your town but up here, once November hits, everyone kind of hibernates. <laughs> uh, so this, you know, once I find once the the once the leaves are raked and the yard work is done, <laughs> you don't do much outside. You don't go go much. I mean, I don't even see my neighbors for like six months. So, being that we're inside more, I think that we'll be spending a lot of time recording. I'm excited yeah. um, to to continue to record to get back on the saddle. And also uh, to find, you know, I'm finding, isn't it funny that once you start looking for something, anything, you start to find mm-hmm. it everywhere. So I'm finding more vinyl. I'm starting to have an interest. And when I talk about it, someone will say, oh, I have a collection or my parents have a collection or you should go to this store. You should check out this thrift shop. So um, I'm slowly getting more into that and, and picking up some great records and uh, really enjoying how tactile and intentional that experience yeah. is. You want to listen to a record, you've got to go to where that player is in your house. You can't take it around with you wherever you are. You can't sit on the <laughs> toilet with a record player. Um, <laughs> as we do and don't, don't, if you say you don't, you're lying. Everybody does it. Uh, <laughs> um, you've got to pull out the disc. If you're, you know, if you care about it, you're probably going to give it a little brush uh, before you put the needle down. You drop the needle down, and you're going to sit Absolutely. down and listen to that. And as much as you can see the lines for the tracks, and could probably hop around if you wanted. You usually yep. don't. You listen to the whole side. Then you get up, walk over, flip to the other side, and sit down. And if you, I don't know about other people, but 
if I know I'm not going to be able to listen to much of the album, I'm probably not going to put it on. It's going to be intentional to sit down and listen to that whole album, mm-hmm. 45 to 60 minutes. And in our world that is so brief and sporadic and lacks the need for attention mm-hmm. and d- endurance, <laughs> it's refreshing to have something that forces you to focus your time on it as uh, something as simple as putting on a record, but has that practice has become yeah. so foreign. And for people of our generation, we're, we're not uh, digital natives, but we're pretty darn close. Um, right. Probably as close as you can get maybe five or five or 10 years away from it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, blah, blah, blah. I just, yeah. Well, and I like that idea of, uh, the colder weather, um, bringing people to their music collection, you know, when you, when you don't have much to do to, well, yeah, just doing, doing things, be more yeah, doing things inside, you know, I, right. I've got my, uh, my record players in the basement and I'm not spending a ton of time in the basement right now. Uh, right. cause I want to be up, I want to be outside cause it's nice out. And, and since there's only like two months of nice weather, weather in Canada before we're <laughs> locked in eternal winter, um, uh, I want to be outside. So yeah, so I, I and that's something as much as I, I love summer. Um, I'm looking forward to yep. the winter for that reason. There's only one other thing that I think before we get going we should uh, mention, and that is that uh, before um, this podcast ever existed, someone else had a very similar idea. And we are just recently learning oh. of the 500 with Josh Adam Myers, which is someone trying to work their way through the Rolling Stone top 500 album lists. But uh, Mr. Josh started at number 500 and is working his way up to number one. So um, even though he had a similar idea, he's going at it in a, a different direction. He also knows... Uh, not better people, but people with far more celebrity. And so his guests are a little bit different than ours. But, uh, but yeah, it would be interesting now that we are aware of this podcast to, uh, uh, to kind of be following them at the, out of the corner of our eyes and to see how we compare, how we're different, how we're similar um, and uh, in these two endeavors. So you sent me this link, but I hadn't actually looked at it. So how far along is he? Because he doesn't, he hasn't numbered them. Uh, he, yeah, he has number four. Like his most recent one is four fifty nine. So he's he's on the four hundred fifty ninth episode. Oh, yeah. there it is. I see. Oh, okay, I had to click on details. 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 Not good at internet. Uh, okay, and he and he has. Okay, so he has a lot of he has a lot of guests. So he's done forty one episodes. Uh, and has been going since okay. uh, mid 2018. Uh, uh, sorry, fall of 2018. Uh, actually, Halloween. Oh, he's he's he started just a few months before we did. Right. Yeah. Interesting. De- debuted with. Did us. you have you did you reach out to him? I've not yet, and I've not actually listened to an episode. Um, my friend Thomas, who I was talking about before, tipped me off to this, and so. Yeah, well, he, had, he had Russell. He had Russell Peters on. Yeah, some significant. Oh, moly! Bill Burr. Jeez. Uh, Sklar Brothers. So who who is this guy? Sinbad. I don't know. He's a Sinbad. Podcast legend. <laughs> I don't. Wanda know Sykes. Yeah. Wanda Sykes. Jeez. <laughs> 
So yeah, his guests have a little bit more celebrity. <laughs> Kevin Nealon. <laughs> <laughs> a little more. You could have just said he has celebrities on his show, like actual well, celebrities. They're not. I mean, our guests, our guests have a certain kind of celebrity, depending on <laughs> the circles that they roll in. <laughs> yes, he has, <laughs> yeah. He has Come on, <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain that that argument with a rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, so yeah, all that to say, I I, th- I think that. I, I will say this because almost already I'm getting defensive because I feel inadequate. Uh, I think we've taken the better approach. We've certainly taken the uh, more enjoyable approach up front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. On the flip side, it's going to feel really sweet, I think, uh, after slogging through the bottom of this chart to get to you know the top 100. Um, that'll be a pretty nice victory parade at the end well, yeah when, we're gonna have a bit of the reverse <laughs> <laughs> and i guess too with a podcast sometimes they pick up speed so if we do pick up speed and do have more people or people with quote more celebrity uh who want to be involved we're already through the good stuff sure yep <laughs> or or the best the best stuff so maybe maybe that's another advantage to the way that he did it Maybe we need to reach out to his guests once we get to the albums that they have done. (laughs) Hey, somebody already interviewed you about this, but we'd like to do it again. (laughs) Just with like, you know, 10,000 less listeners. Well, 100,000 less listeners. Yeah. Yeah. And you can say whatever you want because no one's going to hear you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm looking forward to these next albums. Can't wait to talk to you a little bit more, my friends. Yeah, you too. And, uh, and... And thank you, listeners, for joining us. And we hope that you will join us many more times in the coming months. Who do we got on tap? Uh, What's coming up at number 21, Mike? Well, our first album back from hiatus is The Great 28 by Chuck Berry. Another compilation album. Compilation. Like a greatest hits compilation. Here we go. Thanks, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Have a good night. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our SoundLogic Podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.